the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions or five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, certificate's worth over $100, so you're going to want to pay attention. Uh, today's trivia theme is general trivia. Nam. What, Doug, what good stuff do you have for us today? Oh, boy. It's, uh, it's been a while since I've been on the show, so I'm excited to, uh, to be on the show. I think it's been a month. Uh, a lot going on uh, in the real estate world and at Pacific Private Money, so I'm happy to uh, jump in. And, and today I'll probably start out with a little bit of just um, real estate news and then tie how it ties maybe into some of our deals of the week. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're, we're seeing – uh, and hearing over the last year, uh, gosh, it's, I guess it's unavoidable that uh, we keep talking about the pandemic and, yeah. and, and real estate in the same conversations because they're intertwined in so many ways. Yep. Um, but what I'm talking about specifically are people moving out of, you know, sort of major metro areas. Yeah. And the idea or the belief that people are moving out of California. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like out of San Francisco and into other states or out of California and into other states. And there was an article in Inman News where they surveyed uh, people who were moving uh, out of or selling their homes and why. <laughs> but the, in the reality of or the perception that there's this mass migration out of California is sort of that. It's more, per, you know, perception. Um in the stat of the households and businesses that filed address changes in five Bay Area counties uh, from March of last year to November, um, it only represented 3.7% of the total changes. So people moving out uh, or changing addresses into other states, and they're equating that to people moving out of state. So the reality is most of the changes um, are just people moving within California. Okay. And um, so this idea that, you know, California is this big, you know, it's a wasteland now and and we need to leave is not true. Um, So what's happening? I mean, there are a lot of people moving into Texas and uh, other states, but are there people moving in to California at all? Or is it like a lot of uh, immigration coming in from Mexico? I mean, what's the... 
Yeah, I guess, I mean, if you look at the movement from, from California to Texas, maybe it falls into that 3.7%, you know, so it's not a huge number, yeah. even though you hear companies like Tesla relocating to Austin or yeah. wherever they, wherever it is. I don't know if it's Austin, but well, I, I think, they're, um, I think they're going to uh, create, he's creating his own city, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah where SpaceX is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and some other Silicon Valley companies moving to, to Austin, um, maybe that, you know, it really just amounts to 3.7% or under, maybe under 5% of the, of the migration. 5% is still a pretty healthy number. Yeah. But, um, you know, and going to our deals of the week or deals that Pacific Private Money does, you know, specifically our bridge loans, I just looked at our current pipeline of, of bridge loans and where people are moving from and to. And I just pulled up six out of, you know, the the many that we have here's one the first one san francisco to walnut creek okay. santa barbara to carmel valley larkspur to san rafael san francisco to san anselmo alamo to atascadero and blackhawk to napa and by the way these are all high uh, expensive zip codes to expensive yeah. zip codes yeah. so that that's one kind of part of the story but um and i looked at some of the reasons why um Larkspur to San Rafael was downsizing. It was a yeah. retired couple. And we'll talk about more about why people use these bridge loans or, or why they're moving uh, in the next segment. But San Francisco, San Selmo, um, and San Francisco to Walnut Creek, uh, people are moving out of the city. So into- Yeah, I don't hear too much going into the city. Right, now, yeah, none of these, by the way, were, were that, yeah. moving into San Francisco from other Bay Area counties. Alamo to Tascadero, that's, that was moving out of the Bay Area into like a less congested area. Blackhawk to Napa, I would almost say is sort of the same thing. Um, Santa Barbara to Carmel Valley, that's, that seems more like vacation home to vacation home. That's what it sounds like, yeah. But the net of it is that it's not this massive migration out of California. I mean, it's a small sample size, but many of the bridge loans we do fall into this category of of people simply moving within California. Well, how many people um, go to you for a bridge loan who are going out of California? Again, not, you know, when, when they do, it's something that kind of stands out more as, huh, that's an unusual transaction for us. Yeah. And that would be a deal of the week that I would bring up and say, say, hey, this person's uh, moving to Texas from the Bay Area. Gotcha. Not that often. All right. Here, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. Here's our first trivia question. Uh, general trivia is the uh, theme. Who is on the $2 bill? If you remember, there is a $2 bill. Who is on that? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. All right. That is our trivia question. Who is on the $2 bill? And again, be the first caller to call 888-912-1190 with the answer, and you'll win that tanning certificate, which uh, they're open now, Tan Bella, and that certificate is worth over $100. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment. On 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our first trivia question was, who is on the $2 bill? <laughs> I'm going to sound so ignorant here. Is it um, Andrew Jackson? No, he's on a 20. But you got the, t- the two. That's pretty close. So, uh, Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is actually. Darn, and I've been taking uh, Andrew Jackson thinking it's $2 bills. I've been getting short changes <laughs> from people. Oh, no. I, go by the, I go by the presidents, not the number on the, uh, on the corners. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's right. I like to have lots of dead presidents in my, uh, uh, in my, in my wallet. In wallet. Yeah. Hey, I want to make a mention here for the Mountain View Hotel and Spa. So when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mountain View Hotel and Spa with amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel. By the way, they have an awesome pool. There's an array of activities just waiting for you. As a small boutique hotel, there's never large crowds, and they offer beautiful indoor and outdoor social distance space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, that's the MountViewHotel.com. So, Nam, uh, you mentioned a deal of the week, but give us a little precursor to it. Uh, like, why is there a deal of the week? You know, what does Pacific yeah. Real Money do? Yeah, that's uh, great. I'm going to pull a Mark off here because uh, he just doesn't – he just doesn't answer the questions. He kind of backs up a little bit and gives some exactly. background on, on who we are. So, um, you know, why is there even a deal? Of, why are we even doing this radio station, Edward? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I don't, I don't so, know. <laughs> so backing up a little bit, um, you know, we're, we're Pacific Private Money. We are alternative lenders in, uh, in based in Nevada, and we lend in California. Um, we've been in business since 2008 making loans to people who, uh, for various reasons, can't or don't get bank financing. I think that's important okay. to, to talk about. So in the past, we'd say can't get bank financing, um, but oftentimes it's, they choose not to get bank financing. Uh, if they're a sophisticated borrower and sometimes paying an interest rate of 9 or 10% um, is, for the type of service we provide, is, is much more... Uh, of a preference or advantageous than trying to go to a bank to get a loan. Sure. But then there's also people who, who can't get bank financing for a number of reasons, but they come to companies like ours, specific private money. Uh, we provide financing on purchases and refinances generally on single family residences on residential uh, properties, sometimes though commercial. Um, but uh, people come to us uh, because they either need capital quickly uh, or it's just a type of scenario that a bank won't lend on, or they just can't get uh, a loan with a bank. And and the bridge loans that I mentioned are one of the prime examples of, of why we exist uh, as a lender and why people will, um, not that they necessarily want to, but why, why the, it makes sense for them to, to go with us and pay the rates that we, uh, that we charge and the points. Um, you know, as I mentioned just a few uh, seconds ago, you know, our rates are somewhere in the eight to nine, sometimes the 10 interest um, okay. annualized. Um, but uh, Bridgeland, as an example, you know, it's just a type of loan that allows somebody to buy their next home uh, before selling their current home or before their current home is sold. Sometimes it's just a strategic move and sometimes it's, it's, it's the only option they have. Um, in the example I gave in the last uh, segment where somebody was moving from Larchsburg to San Rafael, there was an older couple that, whose home in Larchsburg was worth $2.5 million. 
and they were buying, I believe, a townhome in San Rafael that was one million. So they're downsizing. Yep. So that's you know they owned their Larkspur home essentially free and clear. Um, so you would want to you know as, as a listener you'd say, well, why do they need you know why do they need a loan if they own their home free and clear? Yep. Or why would they why would they go to a bank if they have so much equity? Well, they're retired and they're on a fixed income. And a bank is going to look at them and say, can you afford, they have to look at it and, and say, can you afford the monthly payments on a $1 million uh, property yeah. or loan? And on paper, they can't because they're on a fixed income. But, uh, you know, when they come to Pacific private money, you know, we look at it differently. We look at it as, okay, well, their money's tied up in their, their large per home, yeah. two and a half million in equity. You know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to bet that this is a good uh, scenario. It makes sense. So, do you lend and, them? Do you sometimes lend them a little bit more than they need, just to have a cushion so that they can make the mortgage payments? In this case, absolutely. If they needed more than a million dollars to close on that purchase of the townhome, um, and oftentimes people do need a little bit extra because you know they want to repaint the property they're moving yeah. into do some rehab work. Maybe they want to do some rehab work on the part uh, on, in this case, their Larkspur property. Yeah. There's so much equity that they have in their Larkspur home that um, we can lend more than the, the, the loan amount that it takes to buy that $1 million home. Um, so we can lend to over a hundred percent of the purchase property. Uh, in this can, uh, scenario, it's really easy to understand that. Going uh, what, from two and a half million to one million. Sure. And what was the term? Because obviously these people don't need a 30 year loan. They're going to refinance right. the bank or. or so pay. this case, you know, our bridge loans are written for 11 months. Um, and it has to be under a year to qualify as a bridge loan and qualify for, you know, where the ability to repay is, is less of an issue. We certainly look at that, but it's not a, a condition necessarily that they like, have that to gives, So that gives them 11 months basically to sell the house because they're going to pay yeah, off the when they sell it. Yep. Exactly. And on average, we're getting paid off in four months, five months. Okay. Um, and the other reason, not just, you know, because they can't qualify for, for a bank loan uh, in terms of why they would go for a bridge loan, but with a bridge loan, it allows you to make a non-sale contingent offer, which in this market, if you have a sale contingency, you're making an offer on a townhome, but, oh, by the way, I have to sell my, my, my departing residence first. Um, chances are you're going to lose out on that offer because, that townhome probably got 10 other offers and several of them were probably all cash yeah. based on, you know, the, the, the market right now. So that's why we exist. We make bridge loans. We make a bunch of other types of loans and um, you know, that's uh, you know, we, we can fund quickly where a bank may take 45 days. We can do it in 20 days, sometimes less if there's an emergency. Um, but that's why people use Pacific private money. Well, it sounds like a pretty conservative loan. Um, so uh, well, first, why don't you give out your information and we'll cut to a commercial yeah. break and we'll talk some more. Yeah. Uh, so our contact information, you can call us at 415-883-2150 or you can go to our website, www.pacificprivatemoney.com and apply for a loan or learn about investing with us. Yeah. Cause uh, I'd like to find out the terms of that. Uh, actually, what, you, what was the interest rate you charged the borrower? Um, on that large spur one, uh, it was probably in the high eights. High we're in the eights. Yeah. It's a nice rate of return for uh, for you guys to, to earn. 
on that. Okay. Yeah. And depending on the fund that it goes into, it uh, can be a healthy return for our investors who provide us with the capital we need to close. Exactly. Deals. And we'll get into that in the next segment. Uh, yep. Second trivia question. Uh, general, the, uh, general trivia is what we're talking here. When one is, quote, envious, they are said to be what color? All right. Call 888-91. Do you have that one? Okay. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. When one is envious, they are said to be what color? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Nam Phan. Second trivia question. When one is envious, they are said to be what color? Green. Green. That is true. Green with envy, right? Um Yes, so not, uh, an email comes in, uh, kind of a, this one, kind of, eh, well, I'll just get a hand it to you here. Uh, mm -hmm. Does your firm make construction loans? Because that yes. other loan was not a construction loan. So, <laughs> no, correct. The, the last one was not construction. The short answer is yes, let's move on. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we do make uh, construction <laughs> loans. So, um, you know, and... Uh, what types of construction loans, I guess, would be the next uh, the next question. And uh, short answer is, you know, we're as private lenders, we're focused and concentrated on the uh, single family residential residential real estate market, uh, and or you know just residential housing. Um, with respect to construction loans, yes, generally we're we're lending to to people who want to build a single family residence, but more specifically, we're looking to lend to builders who have the experience uh, in building uh, new construction, new single family residential, um, not the you know community builders like the Lennar Homes or KB Homes. Uh, that's that's not who we're gonna lend to and, yeah. and they don't need our- They don't need your, uh, yeah. <laughs> quote, kind of quote, expensive money. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's certainly builders out there who I'd say they're building anywhere from five to 20 uh, properties, maybe it's an infill, maybe they're doing uh, a teardown and they're rebuilding or mm. they're spec builder. That segment of, of building um, is vastly underserved in California. And we, you know, say time and again in California, it is vastly under underbuilt or underhoused. And the stat I talked about earlier, you know, 3%, 3 4, yeah. 4 of people migrating out of California, you know, that's, that's not a big number. Um, the, the, and maybe they're moving out because they just can't get housing in California too. Yeah. Um, but essentially there's this whole segment of, of borrowers, builders in California who, who want to build, but just don't have access to capital. So short answer again to, to the email question of, do we make construction loans? Answer is yes, but we just won't make any construction loans. <clears throat> Excuse me. We had a, webinar on, uh, on the North Star Capital Fund, which is a construction or kind of construction, new construction oriented fund okay. several weeks ago. Um, if you missed that, just give us a call 
and we can send you a link to, to watch it. But it's really interesting to see, to learn how we look up, look at ground up construction. Um, it's such a different animal from lending to somebody who just wants to buy a home. Yeah. Um, we get calls all the time from people who say, hey, I want to build my own home and I got a lot. Can you give, us, give me a loan for it? Boy, that's, that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg, right? There's so many questions that they need to be able to answer. And hopefully they're not getting in over their heads um, because if they don't have experience, oftentimes what you're going to see is that, that people run out of money quickly because they under budgeted yeah. or didn't budget for the amount of time it would take to oh, get yeah. permits. You know, to do all of that. So, you know, when we get a construction loan request, you know, it's really important that we're looking at the borrower as much as, or if not more than the actual project sometimes. So you have, you have more than one fund? Yeah, so we have multiple funds. I talked about the North Star Capital Fund. Uh, we also have the Pacific Private Money Fund. Good. We have four funds in total. Um, and the other two are the Pacific Southwest Note Fund and the Pacific... Um, Freedom Fund, and I don't know if in the last segment or in the last show um, you guys went into much detail, so happy to to kind of talk about it. Uh, no, we, should, we should go into detail because each, each fund has its own uh, uh, you know, aspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's use a little bit of the time on this uh, for this last half of this segment, um, you know, to continue on the North Star Capital Fund. That one's, as I mentioned, the Ground Up Construction Fund. It's designed to um, make loans to um, builders. Um, you know, when I say designed, you know, designing a fund, it, you know, requires a lot of different considerations. And for builders in particular, you know, you have things like draw releases or release yeah. schedules. You have to build into management of that fund. And, and a release schedule is, you know, when you lend to a builder that needs a million dollars, you don't just give them the million dollars and say, pay us off on this, you know, when this project's done. Yeah. You have to verify that the work's being completed. So that million dollar loan may be a six hundred dollar six hundred thousand acquisition component so that they can buy the, the property. And then the four hundred thousand dollars could be for construction work. Um, we could lend six hundred thousand up front, but we're gonna phase in that four hundred thousand to Hold them over time and based on them completing the project or completing milestones. Um, so that's the North Star Fund. And, um, you know, certainly contact us if you if you have an appetite. It pays, um, I should add, that it pays a return of target of 8 to 10%. So that's, that's a high yielding yeah. return. Um, the minimum investment in that fund is 100,000. Okay. Uh, and there's a one year lockup. So that's the North Star Construction Fund. The Pacific Southwest Note Fund um, is uh, a fund that we launched in August, right, Edward? Yeah, launched yes. in August, focused on um, the Southwest, as the name implies. Uh, right now, it's Texas-based. And we're funding or purchasing, essentially, what are called seller carryback notes. And a seller carryback note is essentially a loan between the home buyer and the home seller. Uh, and the seller is basically the bank, um, we, I come across these sellers, we market to them and we, um, say, listen, if you'd like to sell your loan or note, uh, we'd like to buy it. Okay. And on occasion you'll find sellers who will say, yes, I would be 
I'd like to sell my note to you. Um, on, on our part, we're looking for, to buy these notes at, on, at 60 or 70 cents on the dollar. Okay. Um, you know, if you're the audience listening, you'd say, oh my gosh, why would somebody sell, you know, yeah. at such a discount? Um, just like why would somebody pay 9% interest uh, on to borrow money from us? And, um, you know, it's, it's really about timing. Sometimes you catch people who, who need to sell and liquidate and need cash. We anyway, go into more detail. We'll go into more detail, uh, but give out your uh, information before we cut the break. Yeah, 415-883-2150. That's our phone number. Website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Very good. All right, third trivia question. What is the world's most expensive spice by weight? Okay. Okay. 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Here's the question again. What is the world's most expensive spice by weight? All right. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to continue when we come right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon once again. Uh, third trivia question, what is the world's most expensive spice by weight? Is it saffron? Yes, it is. Wow, two for three. Um, I think it's about $10,000 an ounce, if I'm not mistaken, because it's so wow. light. And just a little bit will do will, – will, will turn all your rice yellow. <laughs> I love that spice. That's a good one. Um, so, Nam, when we had uh, cut the break, you had, we're finishing up with the uh, – Southwest Pacific, Pacific Southwest Note Fund. Um, yeah. Well, why don't you um, also uh, the last or, or the other two funds, basically uh, the Freedom Fund and then the Pacific Private Money Fund. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Freedom Fund. Yeah, we'll do. You know, real quick, I didn't finish up on the Southwest Note oh, Fund, but I just wanted to end with um, you know so that that Note Fund is uh, pays a return target in the nine to twelve percent range. Okay. So uh, just to reiterate, the Northstar Capital Fund is $100,000 minimum. Target return is 8 to 10%. The Southwest Note Fund minimum investment is 50000 Target return is 9 to 12%. So it's just really, you know, they're apples and oranges in terms of the type of assets. Yeah. Uh, certainly ge- geographically, Northstar Capital Fund is California-focused, focused on ground-up construction. <coughs> Excuse me, Southwest Note Fund is, right now it's Texas-based, uh, we acquire seller carryback notes. Moving on to the Pacific Freedom Fund, this is a fund that we use. It's California focused. Uh, essentially, we use it as a quasi line of credit. So, why do we need sort of a, a quasi line of credit that right now is approaching? Actually, it'll be about 20 million by, you know, uh, end of the month, in March or sometime in April. But uh, essentially, we need that capital to close loans that we then intend to sell to the secondary market uh, while that we have been selling to secondary market to a bank. Um, 
you know, they, they want to acquire about 15 to 20 million in loans per month. And we just can't have that kind of liquidity in any of our funds in any of the other funds, because um, in the other funds, you need that fund, that capital deployed all the time um, to achieve the yield that we want to achieve. And also we just don't have that, that, you know, that kind of liquidity available at any given time, like the Pacific private money fund, which I'll end with, you know, liquidity wise, maybe there's 2 million available capital at any time. Um, and if we want to be able to sell 15 to 20 million a month um, to, to a bank, then we need to have liquidity of 10 to 20 million or 15 to 20 million uh, available at any time. So we can close loans, sell them every two weeks, and then close the next round of um, of loans and essentially. Well, that one that one also has a different feature because uh, there's no lockup period on the Freedom Fund, so it's unless. I mean, there is. Not, yeah, unless. there is a lockup period, just like others by by um, you know within the private placement. There's a 12 month lockup where we have flexibility is in is in charging some sort of redemption fee. Okay. So we don't have to charge. We're choosing not to charge a redemption fee, and we don't have to, or we set the price on that. Um, so investors essentially can redeem their funds uh, without paying any sort of penalty. Um, so it's really for an investor who wants access to that liquidity. They, they're sitting in between other investments, and, um, you know, and if they need the cash, they'll be able to get it within two to four weeks. Um, but in the meantime, if they're just have cash sitting in the bank earning point, you know, 2%, this is uh, certainly uh, something they should consider um, because it works, it pays 7% fixed, uh, which is much, much better than sitting in a checking account at whatever bank. Yeah, especially with liquidity. How, um, how often do you see redemptions on that and how quickly do uh, people who want to redeem, how quickly can they get their money back out? Yeah. So we've probably had about three or four redemptions totaling about a million dollars in the last, since we started it uh, almost a year ago. So in April, we launched April, 2020. That's all. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, Um, you know, the fastest we redeemed was the next day. Um, But it took about two weeks uh, for, for, for the longest redemption uh, so far. So, very good. Yeah. So, for, and uh, minimum investment, I should add, is uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, there you, know, you go. <laughs> yeah, and it just just so people know, you know, we're probably going to cap it sooner than later. It's not in in, you know, it has, you know, the Pacific Private Money Fund is one hundred and fifty million before we cap it. Yeah. And the Freedom Fund is going to be much much smaller. Um, so, if you want to invest in it, contact us sooner than later because we probably will lower the rate of return to six. Uh, sooner than later. Now, is that going to be new investors or the whole or everybody? Um, only new investors. New investors. Or new inv- okay. Yeah, new investors. Existing investors, if you're making an additional investment, once we lower the prep to si- or the rate to six, you still earn the seven because you started with us at seven. Wow. Okay, that's a good, that, very good. All right. Uh, yeah. Give out your information one more time if you would. Yeah. For, uh, phone number 415-883-2150 or www.pacificprivatemoney.com. You know, it's it's, it's March, still early March. If you are a current investor listening in, we've been getting questions about when K1s come out. So I should just let people know that uh, K1s should be coming out mid-March around the 15th, which is uh, typically when we do it every year. 
is around the middle of the month. And I should say hello to Frank, too, one of our investors and listeners. He said, hey, I haven't heard uh, from you in a while. So I'd like to say hello to Frank. Hopefully I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you get some highlights? Like, uh, you know, I'll just rapid fire ask you questions. Are there any load or fees to get in? Uh, no load, no fees. So essentially, does it cost you anything to invest and does it cost you anything to redeem outside of an early redemption? The answer is no to both. Okay, but so, the early redemption is really for the only for the other three funds, not for the Freedom Fund. Yeah, for the, for the private money fund, for the uh, North Star Fund, and for the Southwest Node Fund, there, there's a redemption fee if you redeem within a year. Within a year, okay. Uh, do you yeah. ever even get anybody to redeem within a year? You know, we have had one person who we redeemed within the first month because um, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a misunderstanding about the fund. It was some circumstance came up uh, and um, they, we hadn't deployed the funds yet. Uh, so that's, I think, a key thing is uh, we hadn't deployed the funds. It was sitting at the subscription account, so we redeemed them. But uh, outside of that, I don't think we've ever enforced a redemption fee because I don't think anyone's ever redeemed within a year. Yeah. We, you know, we try and ask people up front, do you, you, you know, when that question comes up, Hey, if I need my money in the next six months, can I you know, get it? And what's the fee? Yeah. yeah. And we say, don't invest. Don't invest. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's not, it's not worth it. Well, I mean, it, it can be worth it um, because you're earning, you know, whatever, seven and a half ish percent. But yeah. if you really need access to, to that capital, uh, we don't want to not be able to redeem you because your funds are deployed and we're waiting for liquidity. So just don't invest. Um, but short answer is no, we, we, we haven't had, we've had, you know, nominal, nominal redemptions. Um, but uh, the other questions that people often ask are, you know, how soon after I invest, will my money be deployed? Question, yeah. uh, and depending on the fund, you know, the Pacific private money fund, it's anywhere from two to six weeks. Freedom Fund, two to four weeks. North Star Capital, um, they pay a, a prep right off the bat, I believe. And the Southwest Fund right now is over, you know, oversubscribed. And we can you know, talk in the next segment about yeah. wrap that piece up too. All right. All right. Stay with us. No trivia question now, but the best of investing. We'll be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon. And Nam, there was uh, you wanted to finish up a couple of things on that Southwest Fund. Yeah, we were talking about all, all of the other funds on the segment, and, and I just wanted to finish up with the Southwest Note Fund. Um, you know, we were giving timeframes for deployment, and with Southwest Note Fund right now, um, you know, we're oversubscribed. So if somebody wants to invest, we have sort of a waiting list of investment capital. And um, you can't you can invest, but you would be on a waiting list. Or if you wanted to start earning on that fund on those funds, 
Uh, sooner than later, you can, as others have done, invest in the Freedom Fund, which is, you know, for a short period of time because there's no redemption uh, early withdrawal penalty. Um, so you can park your money in the Freedom Fund, earn 7% until the Southwest Note Fund's in it. But what if they don't want to go for two, what if, what if they don't want to do 250000 though? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be, you know, the minimum for the Southwest Note Fund is 50, while the Freedom Fund is 250. 250 yeah. Uh, we would still, we would drop below that 250, but we it would have to be more than the 50. So I'd have to say at a minimum, it's got to be 100 or 150. Yeah. Uh, that we would allow it to be parked in the, in the Freedom Fund. Um, but uh, anyway, if you want to learn all about those funds, you can go to our website under the invest page of PacificPrivateMoney.com. <laughs> There's a side-by-side -side comparison. That's our family of funds comparison between the rate, the minimum investments. Um, when I say the rate, the rate of return, and just a general description of the types of loans and real estate that we that we um, park in those funds or that we loan against. And um, the, so, now you did a, a webinar last month. Are you planning on another one coming up? Yeah, so we are, and I think the next one will be talking about the Freedom Fund. Uh, we're looking at dates. My guess is early April right now, um, and uh, we should make it uh, probably within the first week of April. Probably the next show will give a specific date. Okay. And so everyone who's getting their generous tax returns, they can <laughs> invest in our funds, or uh, hopefully you don't need to redeem to pay your taxes. Yeah, really. Uh and I guess I could still send you an email to say that they're interested in knowing when the next uh, webinars are taking place. Yeah. You know, yeah. I gave out our phone number and website. My email address is nom, N-A-M, at PacificPrivateMoney.com. You can always reach me there. Um, so multiple ways to contact us about investing or, you know, some of our listeners end up being our bridge loan borrowers too. So if you're looking to move up or move down in this hot real estate market, um, you, you know, give us a call if you need a bridge loan. Um, and we can, you know, we can help facilitate making a non-sale contingent offer. Um, and hopefully you have a real estate agent that you're working with, or if not, you can call us too, because we know quite a few obviously in, in the Bay Area and California. But in this market right now, as we're entering the spring, I mean, you're looking out, I'm looking outside today. can't remember the last time it's rained. Um, yeah. It's going to be, yeah. continue to be a spring market right now. It really is. People are listing their homes now and they're out waiting for the weather to get better because it's great now. Um, so I can't tell you that the real estate listing inventory is going to go up significantly. It's going to be gradual and consistent. Um, so if you're in the market to buy or sell, um, if you find the right house now, you really should jump on it um, because it's not going to get any less competitive. Uh, no. So take advantage of the rates right now as well. Bank rates, if you can get them, because, uh, you know, rates are starting to creep up a little bit. Yes, they are. Well, Nam Fon, yeah. thank you again for uh, being our co-host. Uh, are you ready for our puns for the day? Yes. Why why do ambassadors never get sick? Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Especially in today's market, right? And yep. the quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. It's not a pun. That's actually a truth. Um, and not saying I live in a rough area, but I just bought an advent calendar and half the windows were boarded up. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's more. That's more of a, a theme for Christmas time, right? For, for an advent calendar. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. All right, audience. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. Wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.